Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast on this Friday. Yes, made it through another work week. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Appreciate you joining me on this chapter today journey. We are in Genesis chapter 13. It was verses 10 through 13 that resonated in me this morning. It says, Lot looked around, saw that the whole plain of the Jordan towards Zoar was well watered like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. So Lot chose for himself the whole plain of the Jordan and set out toward the east. The two men parted company. Abram lived in the land of Canaan, while Lot lived among the cities of the plain and pitched his tent near Sodom. Today's podcast is entitled Greener Grass. Wendy and I were invited to join some dear friends at the celebration of their 50th wedding anniversary last night. And they asked me to lead those gathered in a time of praying a blessing over them. And it was so beautiful to lay hands on them, to hear the prayers of love, to hear their laughter, to see their tears. It was just one of the coolest things about giving a blessing. I always end up getting blessed in return. And as we socialized into the evening, I was asked by one guest if I was a pastor. Now, this is always an interesting question to answer because culture tends to be mired in the 1,800-year-old paradigm of the institutional church in which being a minister or a pastor is defined as professional institutional vocation tied to a specific denomination and or a local church. Technically... I'm a businessman, leading the research and assessment firm I've been part of for almost 30 years. And God led me to this job, and he led me to this role, and I consider it a ministry. That said, I am also blessed to enjoy the opportunity given me by my local gathering of Jesus followers to serve in a pastoral role, though I am not a member of the staff. Now, no one wants to hear this long answer. So when asked if I'm a pastor, I usually just simply say, no. (laughs) Today's chapter is a study in contrast between old Abram and his young nephew Lot. They've both prospered. They've got vast flocks and herds, so many that it was causing conflict among their respective herdsmen who were fighting over the provision for their herds. Seeing this, Abram makes the call to separate and settle in different areas. Now, while Abram was the elder and could have demanded the right to choose the land he wanted, he generously relinquishes his rights and allows Lot to choose his land for himself. Now, Abram's relinquishing of rights and his generosity are quickly contrasted by the younger Lot, who sees that the plains to the east of the Jordan River were lush and green and well-watered. There are also cities nearby for provisions and supplies. So he selfishly chooses the quote-unquote best land for himself, and he settles near the city of Sodom. Now, After Lot's departure, God tells Abram to look at the land God is, quote, giving you and your offspring forever. End quote. This is yet another contrast. Lot looked himself and chose what appeared to be the best. Abram waited for God to tell him where this land was. 
Abram is still believing the promise that God made at the very beginning of the story, at the beginning of chapter 12, yesterday's chapter. Abram and his family end up back at Hebron where he had previously built an altar to God. So their respective destinations are yet another contrast. Lot, having made his own choice, ends up near Sodom, which is already has a reputation of being sin city, and he dwells in proximity of Sodom and its temptations. Abram ends up back at the altar he'd once made to God and returns to a monument of his persistent faith that the childless Abram and Sarah will indeed experience God's promise of descendants who will fill the earth like stars fill the sky. I find myself back at the theme of contrast between humanity's ways and God's ways. Lot made a perfectly reasonable human choice. Hey, the grass is greener over there. I'm taking the best. Abram chose to trust and have faith that God was going to fulfill his promises to lead Abram to a, quote, land I will show you, end quote. And in the quiet this morning, this brings me back to my own vocational choices. Now, early in my life, I struck out on the path towards professional, institutional ministry. Then God made clear to me, and it's a long story I won't get into, but he made clear to me that he had a different path for me to follow. It was a path that led me to a more expansive understanding of God's definition of ministry. An abundant blessing I'm still experiencing like the blessing of last night. Over the years, my mother occasionally asked me, are you ever going to go back into the ministry? (laughs) I mean, God love her. Her eyes were fixed myopically on what she perceived to be the lush green grass of the old institutional paradigm. And I get it. Old habits die hard. My answer to her was always roughly the same. Mom, I never left the ministry. It's just that its boundary markers simply got expanded to include a land to which God wanted to lead me. Wherever you are being led, my friend, I hope it is pleasant places. Have a great weekend.